On today's episode, the Chicago Blackhawks lost their fourth consecutive game last night, falling 3-1 to to the New York Islanders, and they also lost goaltender Alex Stalock in the process. I'll go over a full recap of the contest, and I'll also talk about what the Hawks are planning to do in net. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Wednesday, November 2nd. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's episode and you like what you're hearing, then please make sure to go and follow the podcast. You can also go and leave me a review as well. And the best part about it all is that it's 100% for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast. Go and follow the show right now and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And if you're not already watching the video version of today's episode, then you definitely got to be sure to go and check out Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. Because every episode moving forward, folks, throughout the rest of the regular season is going to have a video uploaded to YouTube as well. So if you haven't done so yet, do me a huge favor. Go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. It's free, and it really helps me out more than all of you know. I would really appreciate all the support, folks. Also, go and smash the like button on this video and make sure to ring the bell. Turn on those push notifications, and that way you will be notified when the episode gets uploaded to YouTube each and every day. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you all again for joining me on another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks. And thank you all for making the show your first listen here to start off your day. Let's get right into it here, folks. We got plenty to discuss because last night. The Chicago Blackhawks, of course, dropped their fourth consecutive game after starting 4-2-0. and They've now lost four in a row, down to 4-4-2 and now through 10 games here at the start of the season after losing 3-1 to the New York Islanders last night. And even though I had uh, talked with Gil Martin from Lockdown Islanders on Tuesday about the much-improved offensive numbers thus far for the Islanders coming into this matchup last night. They were ranked fourth in the NHL in goals per game. But despite that, it was another defensive battle that we tend to see more often than not uh, when the Islanders are involved. Back to the boring, not a whole lot of action, not a lot of shots on goal. Uh, That was kind of the storyline of the game. Neither team really was generating all that much offensively. Uh, Even though both teams actually did end up cashing in on a power play, it felt like the man advantages still weren't really doing all that much and weren't finding a whole lot of success. Uh, The Blackhawks actually had a five-minute power play to open up the game. I'll talk more about that later on in the episode, but uh, weren't able to capitalize on that early in the first period. I think they only had one or two shots on goal. Pretty abysmal man advantage from the Blackhawks out of the gate. And then they wind up taking three penalties of their own down the stretch of the first period. They managed to kill off the first two, but uh, you play with fire long enough, eventually you're going to get burned. And that's what happened on the third power play chance for the Islanders in the first period. Anders Lee ends up uh, getting a piece of a shot from a point and then 
knocking it home into the empty cage. And then the Blackhawks, I mean, just offensively all night long at five on five, nothing going, weren't able to, even when they had their few good chances, weren't able to manage to get it by Sorokin very often. And it was kind of just a lackluster performance all in all from the off offense, which was uh, a little bit disappointing, but again, against a really good Islanders defense, not the most surprising thing in the world, but uh, the offense had been clicking so far this season. I mean, looking at some of their past games, they scored four against the Red Wings, five against the Kraken, five against the Oilers, uh, three in both games over the weekend against the Buffalo Sabres and the Minnesota Wild. So the offense had been rolling here as of late, and that's why I predicted this still to be, uh, I think I pre predicted it to be a 5-3 to three final uh, in favor of the New York Islanders. But the Blackhawks just weren't able to uh, generate enough scoring chances to nearly come close to uh, get, getting three goals to their credit too. Defensively, they were better than I thought they would be against a good Islanders offense. Um, but yeah, just couldn't find the same amount of success that they had in their previous games against one of the best defensive bunches in the entire NHL. So you got to give credit to the Islanders for doing uh, a good job all night long of limiting the Hawks to just a few good looks. The lone Hawks goal of the night uh, came after they fell behind two to nothing early on in the third period. Brock Nelson put the Islanders ahead two nothing on uh, a semi breakaway, was able to snipe one home short side. Uh, but shortly after that, Jonathan Taves, baby, keeps on cooking. Yeah, he was able to get a piece of Caleb Jones' shot from the point for his sixth goal of the season. Caleb Jones also picks up his fifth assist in the last five games. The offensive side of things continues to look good for Caleb. It's more so about rounding it out and being more consistently on the defensive side of things. Uh, but for Taves, yeah, he, he's just been incredible. A sixth goal of the season, that leads the team. Also extended his point streak to six games. Uh, and how about the captain here to open up the season? Six goals in his first 10 games. I don't know exactly what it took him last year to pot six goals, but it was definitely more than half a season. And I'm sure this just, it, it, it's fun to see Taves having this success. I'm sure he's feeling good. Uh, he's probably more confident than he's been in, in quite some time. Uh, because he's really proving to himself, too, that, you know, he's still capable of being a difference maker here, uh, even on the wrong side of 30 and given all that he's had to battle through the last couple of seasons just to get to this point. Uh, so just great to see that Jonathan Taze is able to keep it going here, uh, not only proving it to himself, but proving a heck of a lot of people wrong. A lot of people thought this dude was absolutely washed and uh, had nothing left in the tank, but it, it's evident that that couldn't be further from the truth because Jonathan Taves is really leading this Blackhawks offense right now. That second line has been remarkable all year, even after Tyler Johnson went down, Philip Kershev has caught up, and uh, they haven't batted an eye. They've really picked up where they've left off and have been consistent night in and night out. So great to see that second line. Uh, Jonathan Taves, I guess it was a power play goal, so the second line didn't come through for a goal last night, but Taves was able to net his sixth of the season, and yeah, proving a heck of a lot of people wrong right now with his performance for the Blackhawks here in the early going. Unfortunately, the Hawks just couldn't find a way to sneak in that game-tying goal late in the third period. The Islanders, with 12 seconds left, I think it was, wind up hitting the empty netter. Zach Parise seals the deal. Another strong effort by the Blackhawks against, again, a solid team in the Islanders, who coming into this one had just beaten the Colorado Avalanche, the New York Rangers, and the Carolina Hurricanes, three of the best teams in the entire NHL. The Blackhawks, while it was a lackluster performance offensively and certainly a boring game, 
they hung in there once again. And that's something, uh, you know, <clears throat> I can live with, regardless of the result, the Blackhawks and all their losses this season. And even during this four game losing streak, they basically lost every game by one goal. The empty netter here tonight made it a two goal victory for the Islanders, but they lost in overtime to both the Sabres and the Wild. They lost by one late to a really good Edmonton Oilers team. So even though the Blackhawks are, are on a little bit of a losing skid right now, each and every night, they've still found a way to, to make it close late. Uh, they just haven't been, been able to find a way to come, come out on the uh, right end of the final outcome in some of these games, which compared to their four-game winning streak, that was really what was happening in the third period of those games, whether it was shorthanded or scoring twice in a minute. Something was always happening that was going the Blackhawks' way late in games that gave them the victory. They just haven't had uh, the, the same ability to win close games here as of late, uh, and that's why you know they've dropped four in a row. But again, I can live with this team being competitive and uh, finding <clears throat> a way to be in a game night in and night out, even though uh, two points isn't the final result. All right, there are my thoughts on the Hawks' 3-1 loss to the Islanders last night. Coming up in just a moment, I will get into Alex Stalock being forced to leave the game early after a collision with Islanders forward Casey Sezikis. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. And if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, then you are seriously depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. It's Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs. They have a light and chewy texture with real cookie dough chunks in them. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs are also only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. So run on over to Built.com to snag a box for you and the family right now. It'll be the perfect treat, or you can also find a really good hiding spot just to hoard them for yourselves because you're going to love them. These seriously taste like a dessert treat. It's hard to believe these things are actually good for you, but that truly is the case here with Built Bar. Whether you know you need a snack for a workout, a late night treat, or just a quick bite, uh, Built is the perfect protein bar for you. And all you have to do is go to Built.com right now and use our promo code LOCKDOWN15. That's LOCKDOWN in all caps, followed by the number 15, and you will get 15% off your first order. You just got to use the promo code LOCKDOWN15 when you go to Built.com right now. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Segment two, of course, early on in last night's game against the Islanders, just over two minutes in, actually, the starting goaltender for the Blackhawks, Alex Stalock, who's, you know, been the guy they've kind of leaned on here as of late with Peter Mrazek being on injured reserve due to a groin injury. Stalock got rammed by Islanders forward Casey Sezikis, a, a really bad play. I don't know what Sezikis was doing. Uh, he ended up getting a five-minute major and a game misconduct. So he, he got ejected uh, and gave the Blackhawks a five-minute power play due to goaltender interference, which you don't see a whole lot of five-minute majors being assessed for goaltender interference, but this one was deserving of it. It was a really bad play by Casey Sezikis. And guess what, Blackhawks fans? I was there last night. What did I put my money on? Alex Stalock over 27 and a half saves. Yeah. Just a brutal way to lose a bet. Two minutes in, Alex Daylock gets ran by bonehead Casey Zizekas. 
And that's how I lose the bet. Fortunately, I did bet under four and a half and under five and a half live to make my money back. Uh, but definitely just a, a, a frustrating situation here for the Blackhawks, who it, it just feels like injuries are, are really compiling themselves right now. And Stalock, of course, wasn't able to return to the game. He was down on the ice for a couple minutes. The trainers had to go out there. And that's the last thing the Blackhawks needed right now, because as an organization, not even just up at the NHL level, they're already so banged up at the netminder position. Uh, I just mentioned Peter Morazic is still on injured reserve with that groin injury. Soderblom's now up in, uh, up in the NHL as a result of that. And now with Stalock going down, Arvid Soderblom's the only healthy goaltender on the Blackhawks roster. And going and looking at the Rockford Icehogs, Jackson Stauber out of Providence, who's in his first professional season, he just got banged up with Rockford too. So the Blackhawks are as thin as can be right now. All of a sudden, the injury bug is biting them in, in the worst possible way. And uh, I'll talk here in just a moment about how they appear to be handling this situation right now. Uh, but after Stalock was forced to exit, Arvid Soderblom, uh, Soderblom, excuse me, was forced to enter the game in relief for his second appearance of the season, his fifth of his NHL career. Uh, and as someone who, again, was in attendance last night, I thought Arvid Soderblom looked terrific. Uh, he made a couple of really big saves, uh, a couple of them to bail himself out after s some really um, not the smartest decisions with the puck on his stick to ring it behind his own net or just like throw it right at an Islanders player. It was like, oh, Arvid, no, just stay in your own net. Let the other guys deal with that. Uh, but yeah, he, he played really big and um, there, there are definitely some things he still needs to work on. Like I, I feel like his technique still isn't perfect. It's probably just not ready to be uh, NHL level, at least on a day-to-day -day basis. Obviously the puck handling, I think that's a, a big concern right now. Um, but there were definitely some positives and his glove side through his first two games this year looks really good. Even though he did give up a short side goal to Brock Nelson, I thought his gloves looked really strong. He's made a few big time glove snags. I like how he, how well he reads plays and comes out and cuts down the angle. He makes himself big, not the biggest netminder, but he has the ability to make himself big and give a shooter very little net to look at because how well he does at, at cutting down those angles. Uh, he uses his pads well to make some kick saves. So Arvid Soderblom, I, I think, just continues to be really impressive and continues to show why a lot of us are super excited about this kid's future. Again, he's probably not ready to be here on a daily basis just yet, and it's clear the Blackhawks, you know, if they didn't have these injury issues, Arvid Soderblom would be down in Rockford right now. That's where they prefer him to be, getting reps night in and night out. Uh, they just don't have that luxury at the moment. but. For me, Arvid Soderblom's two for two. Just like in his season debut against Buffalo over the weekend, a huge reason why the Blackhawks were even in this game. He stopped 41 of 45 against Buffalo, ended up stopping 28 of 30 in relief here against the Islanders. And it, it could have been worse for sure. Like, make no doubt about it. The Islanders were the better team last night. They were the more effective team. They had the better performance. They had the better effort. Uh, but Soderblom made some really big-time saves to keep his team in it and gave the Hawks a chance at least to try and tie the game late in the third period. So tip of the cap to Arvid Soderblom, another quality effort last night in relief. And uh, 
we might be forced to see more of him here in the next couple of weeks, given the situation in that for the Blackhawks right now. Because after the game last night, we heard from Hawks head coach Luke Richardson say that Alex Daylock has been placed in concussion protocol. We don't really know much more other than that. Uh, Richardson said they kind of want to wait and see how Stalock is feeling this morning. Uh, but yeah, definitely just not an ideal situation for the Blackhawks right now. A huge issue for the entire organization. I don't know the severity of Jackson Stauber's injury down in Rockford. Uh, we don't exactly know the the severity of Alex Stalock's concussion. Peter Morazic kind of has uh, a weird timeline. It looks like he's still probably a week away at the very least. And given that he's dealing with a groin injury again, what's plagued him the last couple of years, um, I really doubt that the Blackhawks are going to be rushing him back from this, even though this is the situation they find themselves in. Uh, you could potentially risk losing Peter Morazic for a whole heck of a lot longer uh, if you rush him back from this groin issue that really has haunted him uh, the last few years of his career. So I would imagine he's not ready until like at the very earliest, the start of the West Coast trip next Thursday against the Los Angeles Kings. Um, so yeah, hopefully just got to hope for the best with Alex Stalock. Hope it's only a day-to-day -day issue, but you just really never know with concussions. Like they're all different. Every situation is different. Some are going to be longer than others. Some are more severe than others. We're really not going to have any idea. And I, I think neither is the Hawks coaching staff or even Alex Stalock. It's just one of those kind of situations you got to ride it out in. It is what it is. And because of that, just under an hour ago, Blackhawks fans, the Hawks actually announced that they had signed Dylan Wells to a one-year $750,000 NHL contract, which I think kind of tells you the situation, how unsure they are about the future of the goaltender position, and also how desperate they are. They really don't have any choice in the matter right now uh, but to go and sign Wells, who was previously down with Rockford on an AHL deal. He's a 24-year-old netminder, former sixth-round pick of the Edmonton Oilers, I believe in 2016. Uh, no NHL experience yet in his career, though. He's been mostly a minor leaguer, AHL, ECHL guy. Uh, and in three appearances with the Rockford Icehawks so far this season, he's 1-1 one one with a 4.27 goals against average and an 862 save percentage. So uh, I'm guessing the Hawks really don't want to be giving him an NHL deal. But again, they had no choice right now, given uh, the circumstances around everyone else. So expect to see a lot of Arvid Soderbloom over these next few games, Blackhawks fans. Dylan Wells hasn't looked good in the AHL. I doubt they want to give him reps up with the uh, NHL club. And uh, yeah, expect it to be the Arvid Soderbloom show with both Alex Stalock and Peter Morazic out at the moment due to injury. All right, folks, I think that is going to wrap up Wednesday, November 2nd's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Thank you all again for tuning into the show and be sure to go and follow Lockdown Blackhawks right now, wherever you get your podcasts and Go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Thank you again for making Lockdown Blackhawks your first listen here to start your day. Now go and make your second listen Lockdown Sports Today. 
from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide you. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you all for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman2, or you could also go and check out my strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.